This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Good evening, one and all. Coming to you live from the Lift Tower, this is the third It's All Cobblers to Me Awards. Who will be taking home a bayo this year? Let's find out with your hosts, Charles Commons, Danny Brothers, Chessie Coleman and Neil Edgerton-Scott. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. This is the third year of the Bayos and we are super excited for them. Coming up, we'll be handing out plenty of awards such as the podcast Gaff of the Year and the coveted It's All Cobblers to Me Player of the Season sponsored by Vibrant Sound Media. We'll also be taking a look back over the last season and reminding you of some of the things that we've been up to on the podcast. We've recorded this in front of a huge audience tonight at the top of the lift tower and mingling amongst the masses is our very own Neil. How are the crowd, mate? Are they restless? Charles, yeah. It's it's a hive of activity down here, mate. It's uh, I'm not sure restless is the right term. I would say there's a kind of a murmur of anticipation. Um 
yeah, it's exciting stuff. I'll be here all evening, of course, getting reaction from the award winners as they're announced. Some big, big names joining us, I should say, as well. Also, Danny, you know you were looking for Alistair Slow? Oh, yeah, you found him. He's turned up. <laughs> Is he there? He's here. Bloody hell. Yeah, he's here. Um, but more interestingly, uh, there's many former Cobblers managers and players here. Uh, I've got one now for you, actually. Dean Austin. How you doing, Dean? Arsehole. Oh. oh, that's a bit awkward. Um, well, we'll move on if that's the way Dean feels. Uh, Ian Atkins, Atco, the man, the legend. Lovely to have you with us. Uh, don't want to interrupt you. I can see you digging into that quiche there. But what have you thought of the Cobblers season this season? And you look at that like you think, cool, blimey. Shape, shape, shape. Mm, well, um, I, I suspect Ian's perhaps had a beer or two. Um, so I'm not really sure how to take that. Sir Chris of the Wilder. Sir Chris is here, guys. He's turned up. And may I say, he's looking resplendent. Chris, must be happy to be here, surely. How you doing? Ape. Most understated word you've ever said to me is ape. It's incredible. Well, that's that's great stuff. I'd love Chris Wilder. I tell you what, I'm going. I'm off. I'm going to go and spend a bit of time chewing his ear about potentially coming back to the Cobblers at some point. I'll be back with the rest of the guys sat here waiting a little bit later. Over to you, Charles. Thanks, Neil. Of course, it's not just Neil and I. Jeffy will be joining me on stage to hand out the awards. And Danny will be helping us look back over the season just gone uh, from his booth. Um, how are you, Danny? You okay? You there? I'm good. I'm, I, can, I can hear you just about. I'm in my um, AD booth, Roy, Charles. I'm, I'm ready to tell you a few stories tonight. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll settle in with that a bit later on. Lovely. Well, while it hasn't been a particularly fun year for us as Cobblers fans, we have had a great time on the podcast and we've released some fantastic episodes too. Since the last Bayos, we've spoken to former players, celebrated 100 episodes, chatted with over 20 opposition fans and, of course, shared our thoughts on all things Northampton Town. Let's take a look back at some of our favourite moments right now. As a recently new listener to your podcast about your chosen football team, Northampton Town, which I've been enjoying them immensely, even though Northampton is not my first choice team, it brings me a great displeasure that I find myself compelled to write this letter with concerns regarding the content of one of your recent publications titled The Hats Back. Hi, it's Fraser Arsfall here. Congratulations to It's All Cobblers to me on your 100th episode. Well done. God, doesn't he sound like oh. old um, Cresswell? He must have sent that from a pub in front of a nice, warm, roaring fire with a flat cap on. I almost had to control him a little bit because he was excitable at the best of times. Now this is a test of mental strength. Go, go on, boys, boys. Here we go. the box and hold. Yes, 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 What's your all-time favourite Christmas cheese? Ooh. All-time for Christmas Ooh. cheese. Christmas yeah. cheese. Little um, did this Christmas tree and gin cheese last year. I don't know if they've still done it this year. I got a a cobbler's woolly hat, which oh, was yeah. bought for me by my lovely wife. However, hopefully she won't listen to this because I think it might be a woman's one. I think Miss Alou could be um, a huge part of this squad this year, and I. It, and he could be the signing that makes a big difference. No, that was uh, 45 minutes from heaven, wasn't it? Oh, it's was delightful. 
But I mean, it's good that we've got some kind of memory bank to look forward to because, I mean, the football has been atrocious. So, I mean, the memories are great and all that. But th- we've got some good awards, haven't we? So let's start with uh, the first one, shall we? This is always a good one to start the ball ro- rolling. Good football pun there. Like it. Uh, we celebrate the players who joined the Cobblers for this, this season. Some of them were forgettable, but some were actually quite good at times. So, yes, it's our signing of the season, sponsored by the one and only Cafe Track. Yeah, so there was plenty of new faces through the door at six fields this season. Uh, the first signing was made by Keith Cull, and that was our good friend Jonathan Mitchell, who was quickly, it was <laughs> followed quickly by Jeffy's favourite, Kean Bolger, and uh, Rocky Balboa. He, he came in, he was snapped up from Carl Shelton, and the club actually played some money as well for Jack Sowerby, Danny Rose, and the League One leading scorer to cut to be. Benny Ashley Seal before the transfer window closed in October and then <laughs> Mikel Miller Ryan Edmondson and Uncle Bryn came in on loan and then Keith Cole was looking to be a little bit more attacking lol John Brady's first and so far only signing was young Alex Jones but none of these players made the shortlist that our Patreon members voted on in the Slack channel do you want to know who was nominated? yes yes tell us the other four Fraser Horsfall Joseph Mills Lloyd Jones and little Petey Chioso. And the winner of the first Bayo of the Night for signing of the season, sponsored by Cafe Track, is Fraser Horsfall. Fraser Horsfall was Keith Curl's third signing of the summer, joining on a free transfer from Macclesfield Town. After a slow start at Sixfields, Horsfall grew into his role in the team and became first choice to partner Lloyd Jones at the heart of the defence. I thank you for voting for me for signing of the season. Even though it didn't go the way we wanted it to go, I just want to thank you all for your support and hopefully we'll see you soon at the Six Fields next season. Pull up an armchair, get your pipes, grab a Christmas bourbon and come and join me. I'm going to tell you a story. It's time to look back on the incredible season that was. And we start full of hope in September and October. Yes, excitement was in the air as the Cobblers began life back in League One under Keith Curl. And in a change to the usual routine, the Cup of Carabao started the season. Do you remember that? Big grief. Saw Cardiff swept aside 3-0 at Sixfields. A stunning showing in front of goal was backed up by some solid defensive play by Kean Bolger, Fraser Horsfall and Luka Rakic. And we could look forward to a season where we'd absolutely be fine at the back, thanks to these glorious investments in those positions. Less than 30 seconds into the league season, we were 1-0 down thanks to a defensive error. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we did recover to draw 2-2 with the Real Dons, and despite a 4-0 defeat down in my latest hometown to Bristol City, the Cobblers were flying after a 2-1 win at Shrewsbury, momentarily bothering the top end of the table. Lols and Ruffles. Back down to earth we came with defeats to Hull and Pete the Plumbers Bristol Rovers before that blue team down the road took all the points from the Nen derby. Yes, Nen. Nen. Alan Swan. You can piss off. Rocky Balboa scored at Plymouth, but Dave Banana's home team recovered to win and leave us in big trouble already. Thankfully, we were playing Swindon next and a Tuesday night special gave us a little bit of hope. Even Christopher Misselu scored. Mmm. Yeah. Games were coming thick and fast and back-to-back defeats to Charlton and Portsmouth had many calling for Keith Cole's head. I, on the other hand, obviously didn't 
write any blogs this time. He responded by hitting back with a remarkable 3-2 win over Wigan's under-sixes to round off October. That's lovely. What a great way to start this year's Bayos. And congratulations to Fraser Horsfall again. Uh, Danny, just very quickly, um, mm. have you been drinking a little bit of gin up there at all? Have you got mine in there? I've got a bit booth? of gin. Yeah, I've got a bit of rum. I'm riding myself. I need someone else up here with me to do the Muppet scene, so I might bring someone else up later. Just that's the reward off. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Well, well, Alistair Slow's knocking around. Do you want me to send Is him he? Send him on up there. Come on. <laughs> Neil, it's, it's great to hear your voice. You've not got lost in amongst the audience. That's brilliant. What, what's the reaction been to that first award in our audience? It's, it's been interesting, if I'm honest, Charles. I've been nipping around the tables, drinking leftover beer. So I'm having a great time down here. Um, when, the, when the award was announced, uh, there was a, a kerfuffle towards the back, the back of the hall. Uh, and I, I did see uh, Kian Bolger's table had been upturned and he was storming out. So I guess it didn't go down too well with him. Um, however, I've managed to collar young Matt Sammons from Cobbler's Vlogs. What's your thoughts on uh, Fraser Horsball, Matt? Terrible. Oh, uh, that, that's not very good. I could talk for hours. Well, I'd really rather you didn't, actually, Matt. Thank you. Um, back to you, Charles. Enough of Matt. He's boring. Great to see Matt Sammons of Cobbler's Vlogs in our audience tonight. The sexy little tyke. Although perhaps he's had a few too many bovrels by the sounds of it. Anyway... Jeffy, time for our next award, I think. Yeah, well, apparently this one is apparently a more fun award, but it's next to the words the East Stand Award. I'm not sure that East Stand and fun should be in the same sentence, but it is. So let's go for it. And this is our Unfinished Business Award, apparently. Ah, yes. Winners in previous years, of course, have included Dean Austin and Sam Hoskins. I mean, an incredible lineup there of past winners. Who's nominated this year, Jeffy? Well, we have Alex Jones and his incredible ability uh, during one-on-one chances, which could be judged in many ways. Um, Jonathan Mitchell's goal kicks, which can be loosely defined as goal kicks, I think, by by most people. Uh, and Joseph Mills being quite as good as his showreel suggests. And obviously, we cannot forget our wonderful Keith Curl and his latest wonderful jigsaw puzzle. And the winner of the East Stand Award for Unfinished Business for 2021 is... Well, it's Jonathan Mitchell's goal kicks, of course! Jonathan Mitchell spent the season at Six Fields courtesy of a year-long loan from Derby County. While a young shot stopper made plenty of brilliant saves during his time in goal, it is his constant kicking into touch that wins him this year's East Stand Award. Funnily enough, uh, Jonathan Mitchell can't be with us tonight. I think that's probably a relief to most people. Um, but here to accept the award on his behalf is a gust of wind, which I think on reflection is probably more able to stand in goal than him, but we'll go from there anyway. What a lovely, lovely winner for the second award. Uh, well deserved, I think, as well. Uh, Danny, have you uh, you and Alistair Slow made up yet in your little booth? Oh, that wind reminds me of a cold Tuesday night in Crawley. Ashley, what the hell are you doing? Get out. Oh, just you said you wanted someone up here with you. Get out. Don't want you. Sorry, Charles. It's bloody menace, that Hoskins. Anyway, do you want me to look back on November and December, Charles? Oh, yes, please. That'd be lovely. Good, because we started out with a nil-nil draw. That was fun. Against that other team that's not supposed to be mentioned. So that was a 
dodgy start. And but then you know we thought we'd pick up, and uh, we visited Oxford City to start our latest FA Cup run. Ah, oh, fuck's sake, that went well. Um, Accrington nicked the points from Sixfields, but a good away win at Burton saw Harry Smith score twice, and Chris Lines produce a thunder thwack for the for the third goal. Remember them both, all of them. Well, where are they gone? Get them back in. Smith scored again, but he was a goal machine in a one-one draw at fellow relegation botherers the Rochdale as December and a brief return to fans loomed. And then I, of course, December kicked off. Kean Bolger, yes, Kean Bolger. Scored the winner against Fleetwood. And no embarrassing pugwash goal music was played. Take note, fishy folk. Then the big moment. Fans were back. The roar of the crowd would surely inspire an inconsistent cobbler's side. No, not really. Not really. Mcwaza channeled his inner dim on Tangyak and was given his marching orders just after I said he was having a fantastic game and we went on to lose 2-0. Ricky Holmes found his legs to score at Crewe but wasn't a happy man afterwards as Town lost 2-1. And we needed a Christmas lift. You know, we needed Keith Curl to stop the rot. We needed it all to be turned around. Oxford United 4, Northampton Town 0. Northampton Town 0, Lincoln City 4. For feck's sake. Curl held on to his job right before giving me a death stare thanks to a 3-1 win over Gillingham that at least sent us into 2021 with a small smidgen of joy. Maybe. memories that's uh, that's lovely thank you danny welcome back our next award is one that is very close to my heart having won it last year it's time for podcast gaff of the year sponsored this year by rls print and design who are this year's nominations jeffy well, this year, we've only got two nominations, which I actually think is probably something to do with the fact that the pitch performances have been so poor that we've just not realised how poor we've been at times. So, Neil, predicting the Cobblers to win League One was one of them, apparently. I mean, that's fairly ridiculous of a gaff. So that's one of our nominations. Neil, who did you go for? Uh, well, interestingly, despite what Danny said, I've gone for the Mighty Cobblers. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know why Danny's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Lacking confidence. Um, yeah, I think we are the team to beat when it comes to playing behind closed doors. And Matt Salmons didn't do very well here because he was players to watch out for during the Lincoln City preview show. Oh dear, Matt. The two I've picked out, which I recognise as sort of key players, obviously, you're, you're probably going to turn around and say, yeah, they're both injured. Neither of them are going to play on Saturday, which will make me look really stupid. So I've picked out Archibald and Liam Brigcut. I can tell by the smile on your face, you're probably going to tell me that he's injured now. The thing is, Brigcut's injured and Theo Archibald can't get a look in. And drumroll, the winner is, quite obviously, it can be nobody else, our very own Neil. Neil will say that he was joking, but after daring to say the Cobblers would win the league and that the blue lot down the river would go down, there was simply no way he was getting away with it. Congrats, Neil. A few words, or are you too busy having more dregs? I'm having a great time down here, Charles. I've just done a beer bong. A beer? <laughs> who with? Who with? You want to know who I did the beer bong with? I do. Can I guess? You go on, have a guess. Was it Ali Gibb? It was not Ali Gibb. Oh. You go give you one more guess. Um, right. It's got to be Dean Peer. It was not Dean Peer. Oh, it was it? not. It was the one and only Roy Hunter. 
Oh, of course it was. Of course, of course. Lovely to see Roy in the nice audience. To see you, Roy. Of course. Yeah. Oh, he's he's been taking throw-ins. Did he? Did he throw it to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give an acceptance speech, Charles. No, because that is not a gaff, and I feel like I've won that by default. <laughs> so no, <laughs> acceptance speech done. Danny, back to the broom cupboard with you. I've got Alistair Slow with me, Charles. He's here. I finally found him. He's, he's up here. Oh, wait. No, he's gone. Where's he gone? Oh, bollocks. I've lost him again. Never mind. Might need to start a new a new uh, series of where to find Alice the Slow, Charles. What do you reckon? Charles. Yes. <laughs> you like January, don't you? Oh, a little bit. Windows, usually. Windows? Oh, transfer windows, yeah. With carrots yeah, and all yeah. sorts, yeah. Uh, right, let's have a look back on January then. New Year, new me. Sure, Keith, you tell yourself that. Sunderland's played their first game in almost a month because of old COVID and claimed a nil-nil from sixes. But then our pizza cup dream, well, maybe my pizza cup dream, was over as that plastic bunch of bastards did us in again. A very uncurl-like showing at Lincoln deserved more, but it was back to basics for a nil-nil at Fleetwood. (sighs) Our next award then is sponsored by the new Hotel End Project, a fan-led scheme for a new landmark safe standing home end at Sixfields with a live music venue and fan park with street food and local beer. You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook at at New Hotel End. The award they are sponsoring is the Goal of the Season Award and the nominees are Chris Lines, for Burton away, Danny Rose at Lincoln, Ryan Watson away at MK Dons, and Ryan Watson again for his free kick against Portsmouth at home. It's good to know we had many goals to choose from this season, uh, but the winner of goal of the season, of course, there's only one winner, and that has to be Danny Rose away at Lincoln. Danny Rose scored a spectacular overhead kick in the dying moments. I'll take it from here. So Sam Hoskins, right, he picks up the ball on the right-hand side. He beats three men. He beats another one. He flips it around the corner. He crosses it in. Danny Rose. Then he fell. Then he got back up again. And he scored a dramatic overhead kick. It's only about two yards out, but, you know, Hoskins did all the work. And here's Danny Rose to accept his award. Hi, guys. Massive thank you to everyone who voted the overhead kick goal at Lincoln as goal of the season. It was a goal that I was very pleased with, however, we didn't get the result that we deserved that day. Anyway, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who voted and thank you for your support. And hopefully we'll get to see you all next season. Take care. Let's have a look at February then. I've still got no one joining me. Neil, can you send someone up, please? I need to. I need some new people to come in. Who do you want? I feel a bit lonely. Um, throw me up a Ashley Corker, please. I can't. I can't throw you up in Ashley Corker. He's had to leave early. Oh, what's he doing? He he had two beers. He's gone. He's done. <laughs> Shame. All right. Let's have. Who else can we have? Have you got a Lee Culkin? I tell you what. I can throw you up. A David Rennie. Oh yes. Throw me up a David Rennie. He's not asleep, is he? Dave. David. It's asleep. Get up into the eighty booth, Roy, mate. He's on his way. Give me a nod. Cool. Good stuff. Let's have a look at February while we wait for David Rennie to get up the stairs. It might be a while. Have we got a stair lift down there? Yeah, good. 
No, it's on the we've way. got a lift. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a normal lift. It's okay. Oh, good. Good stuff. It is a lift tower after all. <laughs> good point. Podcast gaff. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> so February, James Hennes Hennigan finally got his trip to Blackpool about the 16th time of asking, uh, but a limp showing pushed Keith closer to the door. Curl was finally given his marching orders following a nil-nil at Accrington and a damaging home defeat to Wigan. Curl won out. Emergency pod. Derek Adams mentions dreams of Sven. Enter John Brady. The adopted Northamptonian and best Aussie since Harold Bishop and Pedge Bowich took the job on a caretaker manager basis and inspired us to a 2-0 defeat to Jimmy Floyd Hazelbanks, Burton Albion. Ipswich didn't play Dicorn Ellingol, but were still led by Paul Lambert, so we nabbed a nil-nil draw there. And then a ding-dong at the plastic bowl of bollocks. Score P.T. Chioso, head us 3-2 up before we inevitably, inevitably collapsed. And a nil-nil at home to Rochdale wasn't much better. Swindon's 2-1 win over the Brady Bunch's latest first 11 was another bitter blow to any hopes of staying up and sent us bottom. Brilliant stuff, Danny. Thank you. Shall we catch up with Neil again and our live studio audience in the lift tower? Uh, Neil, who have you got with you this time? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Charles. I was just down in a pint. Um, I've just been chatting to Samo. Yeah, Samo's here. Having a hell of a time, Samo is. I can't actually repeat what he said. Uh, However, I can let you know that it does rhyme with Buck the Nosh. Okay. Um, but you'll never guess who I found. One of the patron supporters is here. Um, what's your name, mate? Jonty here. Enjoying the evening? What's been your favourite moment so far? Struggling to find a high point. I was going to say we're at the top of the lift tower, mate. Come on, Jonty. I know you contribute to the podcast, but be better than that, mate. Be better than that. Um, hopefully we'll provide one uh, in the next half an hour or so. 30 minutes of hope. Richard Hope. Richard Hope? surprisingly he is here um but he is cowering in the corner at the moment and he he just looked at me and mouthed the words where's charles so he's well aware of the situation uh, i'll tell you who i also found though charles you ready for this yeah ready i'm waiting it is the other half of cobbler's vlogs will ulrich are you enjoying the evening will disappointing because it's gone horribly wrong from the high expectations okay mate you got anything nice to say or what I've loved coming on the podcast myself and Matt Salmons, of course, from Cobbler's Vlogs. I love the podcast. Um, I always listen to it when I'm at college usually, um, and I love coming on and giving my opinion as well. So again, uh, again, massive thank you for Charles. But hold on a minute. I've just bought you a baby sham. Why, why am I not appreciated either? God's sake, Jeffy, what's the next award? Come on, let's leave this clown. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It's for Opposition Fan of the Year, my love. Yes, we've had loads of amazing guests from other clubs over the last year. And of course, back in September, we launched a second weekly episode called The Preview Show. Danny and I have loved our weekly therapy sessions where we've got to meet some lovely people who support the other League One clubs. And this award is one of my favourites to hand out. So without further ado, let's find out who are the nominees for Opposition Fan of the Year. So um, we have some several supporters here. Um, we've got Matt Boosie, uh, Chidium. Yeah, not to be mistaken for Chris Akabusi. Very similar, Boosie. not to be uh, mistaken. Jake Tung from Lincoln. 
tonguey. Yep. And uh, Adam Stubbins, Doncaster. And then Katie Powell, doing it for the women, uh, from Wigan. So, I mean, many humans. <laughs> many, many humans, indeed. Let's open the envelope and find out which human is inside. <laughs> it's Gillingham fan, Matt Boosie. Matt is best known for his Jills in the Blood TV YouTube channel and appeared on the preview show at the end of April. Matt's down-to-earth attitude and amazing preparation for the podcast is what has earned him the 2021 Opposition Fan of the Year. Good afternoon, Charles and the team. Matt here from Jills in the Blood TV. Just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone who voted for me as the away supporter of the year to come on to the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast. You've got a really good pod there. Really enjoyed the episode that we did. And uh, like I say, many thanks to everyone. Good luck for next season in League 2. Keep up the good work with the pod. And fingers crossed we'll be able to talk again in the 22-23 campaign when you come back up into League 1. Back to Danny in his boothroid. I am still in my boothroid, Charles. I've still not got anyone. Neil, can you find Aquasi Asante, please, and send him up? Did David Rennie, I, I watched him. He, I don't he, know what happened to David Rennie. I, I watched him. He, he walked towards like the, the lift for the booth, and then I watched him, watched him literally walk out the front door. He's gone. That's a shame. Um, I've got word that Nicholas Bignall's coming up, but he's, he's going to be here in the last minute to, to finish us off. Oh. Oh, is he? What's happening up in that? What's happening up in the boothroid? Oh, lots of things. <laughs> I'm playing the long game, just like our friend Aidy. <laughs> let's let's have a look back, shall we? On March, you could say that Matt was marching his way towards his award ever since he came on the pod. No, all right. Let's look back on March anyway. Revenge on Dave Banana came as Town secured a first win under Brady, and he was swiftly given the job until the end of the season. Ryan Watson turned into Zidane. Matt Salmon's Twitter exploded, and there was some hope, maybe. Then came a ridiculous 4-1 win over Pompey, with a visiting commentary team calling it the worst performance I've ever seen. As we sat in disbelief, we wondered if we might just make the great escape. Even a 2-1 defeat at Charlton couldn't dampen the mood, and it didn't feel all that bad because Alex Jones opened his account with a header late on. Jones would go on to have a couple of nice chances later in the season to add to his tally. Seemed that we were playing every other day at this point, and a point at Donny, home defeat to Dave Artel's pitch moaners, but a home, won, a home win over the best team in League One Oxford meant that we had a shot at safety going into the game at AFC Wimbledon. Surely this time we could see off a relegation rival. Nope. A late Sam Hoskins penalty miss meant the Dons took all three points, and the running looked ominous. Hmm, what's going to happen next? Good word there, Danny Ominous. Mm. Shall I crack on with the next award? Oh, crack it. <laughs> so our next award is the funniest moment of the season, which can only be described with one word, and that is eyebrows. Yeah, so Neil decided that he would grace a Ipswich Town's Talking Town podcast back in August and let them all know how bad we thought at the time our goalkeeper was. Little did we know what we'd be faced with this season. So, of course, it can only go to Neil. A second award for Neil at this year's Bayos, confirming what was an outstanding season for the Belland. What sort of goalkeeper is Cornell? It's a good question. Uh, and I don't really know how to answer it because I'm not entirely sure, mate. Um, <laughs> I guess as a, as a new sign-in for you guys, you want to... You want to hear that he's 
the, you know, the next Lev Yashin or something, um, or or someone incredible, but I don't think he is. Do you think he can be a number one at this level? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I thought it was going to go. <laughs> oh, this is a proud moment, isn't it? Those Ipswich fans were they're lovely. They're lovely guys. They didn't like it, did they? Um, eyebrows, as Jeffy said. Eyebrows, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just a bit of honesty for them. So yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a proud moment, and I'm updating my CV as we speak. I cannot wait for you to go on the next team to get Jonathan Mitchell's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Could you please update your LinkedIn profile to just underneath where it has your caption for what it is you do and just change it to eyebrow razor? (laughs) (laughs) I will do it. Just two more awards left to go then. But before we get to those, let's head back to the cupboard and get Danny's final look back at the last season. Danny, over to you, mate. You'll never guess who's here with me. Uh, Armand One. Oh, close. It's only Diogo Di Girolamo. Charles? No. He's here. Really? Do you want to say a few words, Diego? Hello. Where's he from? (laughs) It's from Chesterfield. (laughs) What's going on? Sorry, I'm from Chesterfield. (laughs) Waiter, stop sending beers up to the booth, Roy. This is (laughs) getting ridiculous. What have you been up to, Diego, since you left the cobbers? Oh, oh, I've been up to all sorts. I was down in Bristol near you, mate. And then I went down... I went up to Newcastle, apparently. Then then I went down to Cheltenham, Chesterfield, Macclesfield, and I'm I'm still at Buxton, you know. He's still playing. Yeah, I'm only 25. Are you Andy? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let's get on with it. (laughs) <laughs> Let's get on with it, shall we? April and May. Do we have to do this? April and May. You know, Ryan Watson scored. Uh, we did the double over Shrewsbury, but then Hull beat us 3 0. Home draw with Joey Barton's new troops, Bristol Rovers, wasn't enough and was another missed opportunity. Sam Hoskins almost put his name in lights by scoring a penalty at Posh, but they were inevitably too strong and sent us a step closer to the old hip hop. Then came another mad home game under the lights as Ipswich was swept aside 3-0. That bloke's eyebrows went about six feet in the air. Petey scored twice and Ryan Watson continued his superb form. With the third, it wasn't going to be enough. You know, We drew with Gillingham, 2-0 down, drew 2-2, got a bit excited and it all came down to the final two games. We built it up, didn't need building up, lost 3-0 to Blackpool. End of story, back we go, cheerio, goodbye, toodlepip, bofida sane ciao and all that malarkey all right danny now chill out let's go to the next bit yeah let's take you out the cupboard come on crack on i quite like it in there actually he's not coming out of his cupboard i'm getting a bit of stockholm syndrome <laughs> is that what it's called i don't know is it <laughs> stockholm just... syndrome where you start liking your abductor yes <laughs> i've got an abductor charles is, is it ad booth Roy? it is it is here it's hiding away for some reason i don't know why if you wait long enough, Clark Carlisle will turn up and rescue you. Let's <laughs> hope so. so. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable enough in here. Good. Might good. Just stay. Neil, are you feeling comfortable down in the audience? I'm more than comfortable, Charles. Yeah, I'm, I'm about 10 points deep. I'm having a great time. You never guess what's just happened as well. I just turned around. Did you fall off your chair? No, well, a couple of times, yeah. Did, but... you, did you just get hit by a rogue Jonathan Mitchell kick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just turned around to have a quick chat with Keith Welsh. And then in the corner of my eye, I saw Nicky Adams naked getting a piggyback from Clive Platt. So it has gone (laughs) 
to, to it's gone crazy down here but i have stumbled across the patreon supporter table um oh so i'm not sure who any of them are so let's give this a go what's your name matthew crane from norwich here oh brilliant name brilliant name you'll be used to heights obviously then being up here in the lift tower now as well how do you think the season went i think it's been a pretty typical season following the cobblers so relegation was not really unexpected although it does seem that we spent most of the season outside the relegation zone so that's made it a lot more frustrating for me what made it more enjoyable though was listening to the podcast with you lot and your balanced views the rants you had going off on tangents like the visit to peru that was hilarious and the slack channel itself with all the other slackers Match Day Live was great, and the alternatives to name that bench, name that wench, name that wrench were hilarious, spontaneous moments. Really enjoyed it. Thanks to you all. Here's for a more positive season next year in League Two. Up the Cobblers. Up the Cobblers, indeed. Or, well, more more pointedly this season, down the Cobblers, I guess. Uh, Anyway, who else we got? Who's this? What's your name? Malcolm from uh, Sunny Cornwall here. Malcolm? Not in the middle, I see. You're sat on the side. Um, Understand you wanted to say a few words, Malcolm. Just a quick note to say many thanks for the pod this season. Whether it's Neil's rants, Chessie's tractors, Danny nipping off for a jobby, or in-depth analysis of Peruvian cockerels, you've kept us all thoroughly entertained this season, which is more than can be said about our beloved Northampton town. Hello to all my fellow slackers as well. The Slack channel has been another brilliant idea this season. Match days on iFollow wouldn't be the same without uh, a few pickpockets or a bit of squeaky bum time. So uh, well done, you guys. Keep up the good work and we'll see you all in August for another trip on the Cobbler's roller coaster. Splendidly put, Malcolm. Splendidly put. Um, Anyway, I can see three pints have been lined up for me. Yeah, uh, can you save one of those pints for me for afterwards, please? I don't think it's fair that you're getting all to have all of the fun. I cannot promise that. (laughs) It's time for the Player of the Season Award, sponsored this year by Vibrant Sound Media. You'd think it'd be quite tough to choose uh, one player, but in a relegation season, it's fairly obvious, I think, who we're going to pick. But let's go for the nominations. Go on, Danny, tell us who's nominated. Not that we know already who's won. Well, we picked out four. All of them are deserving of their nomination, of course, because there was no one else. Um, So let's get on with it. Neil, I think you're going to announce the actual players who might have kicked a ball straight once or twice in the season. Danny, you do it. I've gone here. You're you're sloshed. Yeah, you do it, mate. It's that last tequila. What's Mrs. Taylor doing down there? I'll tell you what, she's just winked at me, so I'll see you in a bit. Is that Amy? Amy done that. She's got the wrong bloke. She's done it again. Anyway, the players are nominated for Player of the Season, sponsored by Vibrant Sound Media. They sound good. Ryan Watson, Fraser Horsfall, Sean McWaza McWilliams, and of course, Samuel Tobias Hoskins. And the winner of the It's All Cobblers to Me Player of the Season, sponsored by Vibrant Sound Media for 2021, is... It's Ryan Watson. Ryan Watson had his best ever season in front of goal as he bagged eight to follow up the one that set the Cobblers on their way at Wembley. After John Brady took charge, Watto was moved further forward and reaped the benefits and fully deserves to be named the It's All Cobblers to Me Player of the Season. Hi guys, it's Ryan Watson. Just want to say a big thank you for voting for me as the player of the season. Hey, Watto! 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 
Neil's back. Oh, I thought I was John Brady. He's finally joined us. It was Shane McGowan. <laughs> before our last award, congratulations to Ryan, of course. But before our last award of the season, let's take some time now to look back over some of the things that we've got up to on the podcast over the last year. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We've literally managed to embarrass ourselves on national TV. Does Martha know Norberto Solano? Any other famous Peruvians you know now? No, that's what, that's no, about that's the only famous <laughs> Peruvian I know. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> have, you, have you ever looked at a wardrobe and just found white T-shirts with a red sash? <laughs> I was just going to say, have you ever found Norberto Solano in your wardrobe? <laughs> and um, the answer to that is quite obviously yes. <laughs> I understand Danny got some potentially breaking news. <laughs> Do Charles, um, Keith Kell's been sacked. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I, was, I was just coming in here for the Burton preview show, but yeah, we might as well talk about that, right? Shall we just do the Burton preview show instead? Tough chickens. This is ridiculous. Our performance was diabolical. Oh, loving that. I'm down from a cupboard now, Charles. Welcome back. Welcome to the stage, Danny. It's great to have you here. So, some of the things that that man makes. You see you me, do. Danny? Look. Uh, where are you, Neil? <laughs> you see me? <laughs> Is that Bertrand Kosic next to you, Neil? Yeah, he's doing there. Hey, look at him. <laughs> Put your trousers on, Bertie. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Neil, Neil, next to you. The other way, the other way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who that is. Yeah. Lombard, Sally Who. You <laughs> see what he's doing? He's doing kick-ups with a peanut. <laughs> oh, dear. Almost distracts me from all those memories. Shall we, shall we give away one last award, though? This is, this is a good one, Charles. Yes. This is a really good one. This award is our Golden Jobby, the Special Recognition Award, and it goes to someone who we believe has been an absolute inspiration over the past year. This is so, so well-deserved. Yes, the Golden Jobby Special Recognition Award goes to somebody who has done a fantastic amount of work in the community over the past year, maybe even longer. It is, of course, the one, the only, Mr. Tom Cliff. Tom fully deserves this year's Golden Jobby for all the amazing work he's done with bringing the community together each week for Stand Up Bingo. He is a huge Cobbles fan and more than deserves this special recognition award. Congratulations, Tom. Firstly, um, a massive thank you to, to all the team. Um, I'm shocked. Um, delighted, obviously, to, to be part of something uh, as great as the Bayos. Um, I mean, it's been an incredibly tough 12, 15 months, I think, is an understatement. I think in, in, in football, in terms, you'd struggle to come up with a big enough cliche to describe the last last 15 months but um, yeah I, I think you know um, I'm obviously delighted to accept this and that it will be proudly displayed um, in, in cafe track for all the town to see but um, no I, I think it's you know for me kind of just humbled really because so much has go, gone on um, obviously from from a, a day job point of view is supporting um, autistic adults into employment um, and it's been incredibly tough on, on, on a number of levels. Um, and I think on a wider community basis, um, we quickly realised last March 
um, how much we needed to connect with people. Um, you know, I've, I've missed match days, I've missed the pints before, I've missed the pints after, I've missed the conversations, the train journeys, getting back at four o'clock in the morning from one corner of the country or other. But I think I think what it made us realise is that that football is all about the community, and you know, we, we tried to bring people together with stand up bingo. Um, I got good at Facebook Live. Well, I say good, regular um, at Facebook Live. And, and, you know, that was something which started off as a little bit of a joke. And we had around about, I think we sold 75 tickets the first week. And that was from about 20 of my mates thinking, well, we'll support him. To this time last year, when I think we got over 250. Um, and then the, the best thing about all of that has been the messages afterwards saying, thanks, it just distracts us for 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, and that's where you guys do such a great job. You know, people can sit and, and listen and and actually it gives you that little bit of interaction because we miss it. We miss it so much. Um, and like I say, I, I can't wait to get back, you know, watching the cup final. It was great seeing fans in a stadium and, and, and that emotion, but I can't wait to get back down the stadium and see people and, you know, um, hopefully uh, a successful year next year on, on the pitch. But... I think I said somewhere else in, you know, the one thing that I hope that sticks throughout all of this is the community that people have, have found and that message of being kind and being nice to people, um, you know, and, and offering something that people can really get involved with. So, yeah, from my point of view, um, I look slightly frazzled, um, but yeah, it's yeah delighted to, to receive that award. And just to say a massive thank you um, to all of you for, for all the hard work that you guys do. Well, look, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining myself. Danny, you're back from your broom cupboard. I, I, I see that you're, you're, you're standing tall there on the stage, unlike Neil, who's wobbling about like a bit of a, well, pissed fart. I'm having a great time. I'll tell you what's just happened. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Me and Dougie Hodgson have just done a vodka <laughs> shot for our eyebrows. Oh, he would as well. He would. Brilliant. He bloody would. Oh, amazing. Jeffy, I'm so sorry that you travelled all the way up from Somerset just to see Neil get completely sloshed. It's all right. My tractor's waiting outside. I'll be home soon. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely stuff. Look, thank you, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, look, Danny, Neil, Chesie, thank you so much for everything that you've done and all the work on the podcast, and all the time and effort and silliness that you've put into helping me to make this what it is over the last two and a half years it's been absolutely brilliant and i love doing it with you every single week and the podcast of course uh so look thank you for being with me thank you everybody that's listening right now thank you for listening to us thank you for supporting us for leaving us reviews on apple podcasts and all of those other sort of places thanks for getting involved in <laughs> with twitter Huge and Mrs. facebook Taylor. and thank you so much of course to every one of our patreon supporters some of which have been here with us tonight it's been great and uh, and also uh, a very special thank you as well to the guys at the football club gareth wilshire in particular who helped us to gather together all of these players past and present in order to uh, come and join us here at the lift tower it's been well let's be honest it's been a terrible season hasn't it but it's been a fab fab podcast thanks very much for joining us we'll see you next time goodbye bye Ash It's All Cobblers to Me is a Vibrant Sound Media production Way! there's the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages the cobblers are going through into Division 1 
bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.